to a Hope 103.2 podcast. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. Hebrews 11 verses 32 to 35a from the New International Version. Hebrews 11 has been dubbed the Faith Hall of Fame that showcases the great feats achieved by people who were willing to risk it all to see God's plans outworked and transforming entire communities. Likewise, if I mention names such as Lincoln, Mandela, Gandhi, Teresa, most would agree that these individuals changed their broader communities for good and became history makers. We may not all be called to live such well-known lives. However, we are called to live significant lives within our spheres of influence. The latter part of Hebrews 11 mentions what those of great faith had to endure, yet we don't even know their names. Our author Druvy says, My grandmother was such a lady. She grew up in humble circumstances and was a primary school teacher, well-known and loved within her community. She lived a simple life that changed the lives of many, including mine. The world may not know her name, but those who knew her would attest to her impact. She may not have changed history, however, she changed people's histories and was affectionately known in the community as St. Pereira. You and I are history makers. We can each significantly influence another person's world and bring about transformation. Their history will not be the same without you. This devotion was written by Druvy Pereira. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Real Hope Conversations. I'm your host, Abby McFarlane, and I am so excited that you are here for this conversation with the amazing Druvy Pereira, where we are chatting about history makers. Now, I don't know if you grew up in the 90s at church, but there was a song. And it was History Makers by Delirious that everybody sang at church, I'm going to be a history maker in this land. And that thought of being history makers for me certainly was born through that song. I'd never thought of myself as a history maker. Then to flesh that out 20 years later has been really impactful for me going through these devotionals. But Druvy, you contributed to the devotionals. What for you does that word history maker mean or what ideas or words do you draw from that phrase? I think initially the ideas or the, uh, or the thoughts that come to mind are people that have significant influence mm. uh, on the majority of the world, you know, mm. uh, moments in history that were shaped because of the decisions that men and women made, you know, yeah. I, I write about, you know, Lincoln and Gandhi and, uh, you know, Mother Teresa mm. and Nelson Mandela, uh, just to, I guess, put out names that most of us would know these names. And Abby, you and I were talking and they're also in the, you know, more recent times, you know, yeah. Billy Graham and then uh, obviously um, in the Christian context and the Christian world. Mm. So I think that is the initial thought about 
a history maker or who a history maker is, but I'd love to dive deeper into that and see how that could uh, maybe help all of us on this journey. Yeah, because they're people that have names in history, right? Yeah. They're written in the history books. They're on Wikipedia when you do a Google search. Back in the day when you had the Encyclopedia Britannica books in your house, they were the thing that you drew out and you can look up the name in the encyclopedia. But I think one of the things that you talk about in the devotional is Hebrews 11. Yes. And you talk about it as kind of the hall of fame. Yes. In the Bible. Yeah. But one of the things that you actually really draw down on is in Hebrews 11, it says that there were people who had to endure much, Mm. yet we do not know their names. That's right. I, I think it's easy to assume that the 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 faith hall of fame, you know, yeah. in Hebrews eleven as as it's been dubbed, is all about the big names that we know. You know, mm. Gideon, Samson, David, Moses, Samuel, um, names that will be uh, fairly familiar to those on this faith journey. Mm. But it goes on to talk about all of the other people that had to endure, you know, floggings. They were going about in sheep skins, lived in mountains and in caves. And, um, you know, they were unknown to the world. But yet the author of Hebrews makes it a makes a point rather uh, to mention that at the back end of this most mm. important passage of scripture, I think. And so we need to maybe glean and gather from that. It's not about a name or the name or a name that you can make for yourself, but there are people that have significant influence and faith, but yet mm. we may not know their names. Yeah. And so that's where I was, I was going with that in terms of, hey, we don't know their names. And we never will know their names this side of eternity, but yet they did significant things uh, for the kingdom of God. And I think it goes back to, we were talking just before we got onto this recording, um, and we were talking about influence and significant influence and what that looks like. Mm. And as you mentioned at the beginning, there are people who have significant influence in changing history, in moments of history, like William Wilberforce in abolishing slavery, Lincoln in the setting up of America. We have those people who have completely used their influence, significant influence to change the course of history Mm. for us and for their communities. But then there are people who have significant influence, which sits in the word of consistency. That's right. Billy Graham's influence was consistent. Mm. It was consistent, the message of the gospel, sharing the message of the gospel, and he consistently did it throughout his whole entire lifetime and through his consistency shaped the course of community, of society, of our Christian faith over Mm. the course of generations. So there is a different type. And I think when we think history makers, like you said, we think moments of history that are written down and recorded, but we don't think about consistent influence either. We think about a moment, not the consistency of legacy. And I know for you, you have a consistent legacy in a grandmother and so do I. Yeah. And that's where we 
really saw influence shape. Do you want to share a little bit more about your grandmother? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, firstly, it's, it's such a privilege to to share this story about my grandma. Um, she grew up in really some challenging and tough circumstances uh, in, in Sri Lanka. Uh, she lived a very simple life. Mm. You know, she didn't have a lot of wealth, um, you know, had challenges within her marriage and her kids and, yeah, you know, all of that, which I don't necessarily want to touch. But what I do want to speak on was that she had this amazing grace about her. Yeah. Um, the way she walked, the way she engaged with everybody, the way she was always thinking of blessing someone else. Like mm-hmm. we had a lot of fruit trees growing up in Sri Lanka and she used to always pick a few fruit and put them in a bag and go, hey, I'm going to take this to so-and-so or I'm going I'm, to, I'm keeping this because I know I'm going to meet this person in a couple of days and I know they really like this type of fruit, so I'm going to bless them with that. So that's the type of, I guess, simple life that she led. But growing up, I was uh, referred to as Saint's uh, grandson because her name was Saint Pereira. So she, but in community, she wasn't an official saint, not not by any stretch of the imagination. But people in the community called her that because that's how they saw her. And I was known as Saint's grandson. And you know, when you're growing up, you're like, oh yeah, you know, that's just that's just you know, grandma, you know, like you know, uh, Archo as we used to call her. But when I grew up or when I'm growing up, I, I reflect on that and go, oh, no, that was significant. You know, yeah. she had a lot of challenges in her life um, and she had to endure plenty. But yet the ability to be consistent, as we were talking yeah. about, the ability to soar, uh, the ability to speak life. She has changed my life, my current life. She, she, she died a number of years ago. But, you know, the way she spoke to me, the words of fate that she put into me mm. have never left me. And I think how amazing that, you know, 20 years on that, you know, there's a fruit of what she sowed. Mm. And for me, she was a history maker in my yeah. world, you know, and she was and she made a significant difference to me and also to a lot of people around her. And I think we all have that opportunity, Abby. I think the everyday conversations that we have, your work colleagues, Mm. the people that maybe you meet in the bus or in the store, you don't know what they're going through. Mm. You don't know what circumstances or challenges they have. And and sometimes we have the opportunity to speak into their lives and, you know, adjust their history. Go, hey, you know, you may be going through this, but, you know, this is what God says, or here's a gift, or, you know, here's a meal that we prepared for you or you know here's an act of kindness that uh, hopefully blesses you uh, you know I was reflecting on uh, on this interview before I came and I probably don't remember the sermon that was preached at church a year ago but I do remember that person that took me out for a coffee 10 years ago and sat down with me and said hey Druvi how are things you know how are you doing yeah. you know how can I help you you know the, the future is bright you know for you and really spoke life into yeah. me I still remember that conversation yeah and that was 10 years ago. Yeah. But I, I can't tell you what I heard, you know, in a church service, you know, even a month ago, Abby. Yeah. So I feel like we have moments to influence someone's history on a daily basis mm-hmm. uh, and be a history maker for them. Yeah. I think that's such an amazing point and a perspective, Druvi, is that you're right. I don't remember what was spoken about in church a month or two months ago, Mm. but I do remember those significant moments of connection and relationship and conversation that helped build me up 
as I'm walking through my faith. And those moments and those people are significant in my life Mm. because of that connection and that conversation and relationship that I have with them. And I reflect as well on my grandmother. And I think for me, she's such an important, significant influence in my life because of the faith impact that she's had. Because similar to your grandmother, she endured much in her life, but her legacy of prayer and consistent faith and consistently striving to know and understand God better. Even today, Mm. she's 85 and we still have a regular phone call where she calls and she says, not how are you, Abby, but (laughs) how's things going with God? Right. What's happening? We engage in conversation and it's not surface level stuff. She Mm. dives deep. Mm. I can't hide from my nan. (laughs) But it's that influence that she has had on my life mm-hmm. and then on my brother's life. Right. And then my brother on in ministry. And then for me in the workplaces and the jobs that I have, then in my children, her great grandchildren. Yeah. That it's a legacy that lives on. She is never going to be written in history. Mm. Her name, Shirley Ann Campbell is never going to be written in the books of history. Right. But it's written in the book of my history. Yeah. And her legacy will live on in the lives of my children and their children and their children because she made a decision at a Billy Graham crusade. Right. There's legacy again, the Billy Graham crusade to accept God as her Lord and Saviour. Right. And her whole life and our lives have been shaped by that decision. Mm. How cool, hey, because... You know, God's a generational God. He, yeah. he cares about the generations. He does care about the moment as well, but uh, he, his picture is for the long term, you yeah. know. And so how he, he weaves, I guess, your grandma's story mm-hmm. and those that come after her, yourself and your kids. Yeah. And it's so amazing, isn't it? Like yeah. the fact that the both of us are sitting here because we were so influenced by our grandmas. Yeah. Uh, it, for me, it's really profound. Yeah. It really is profound. And and the level of influence that they have in our lives and within the sphere of influence they've been called to, to be. You yeah. Know? And I think that today it's getting harder and harder because the world wants to throw at you, you know, how many likes do you have? How many followers do you have? You know, how many posts do you have? Or, you know, where was this next thing that you went? Or how many people are following you? Mm. How many people are watching you? And those things are are, are fleeting, Abby. Uh, I think they come and go. Uh, I, I personally would rather take leave them you know rather than take yeah. them because those things come and go but the the true authentic relationship and yeah. influencing and building others up so that they can be the best versions of themselves mm-hmm. uh, speaking life into them and also you know uh, maybe bringing out things in them that they can't see themselves yeah. but you as someone who's done that journey for a bit longer can see in them, you know, like your grandma, you know? And so I think that's my encouragement to anyone who's, who's considering, oh, my life is not, you know, this or it isn't that. No, who is in your world? Mm. Uh, Who can you influence? You know, are there friends, colleagues, uh, family? Maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your kids. Uh, And and those moments take courage. Mm. Uh, They take faith. They take an element of putting yourself out there in order to want the best for someone else. Yeah. But you can be a history maker in someone's world. And it's an outpouring of faith, right? It is. In those moments. Mm. It's walking out your faith. Yeah. And you believe in God. And it's not slamming it over somebody's head. No. But it's as a experience of God's love 
we can influence the people around us. Such an important thing for us to remember mm. because I, I think you're right. We live in a world where how many likes you have and how many followers you have on Instagram and mm. how many people follow your TikToks are such a driver of society, right, and our own personal identities. But at the end of the day, it's fleeting. Yeah. And it's not real relationship or connection. No. It's not those moments of influence where you sit down and you have a conversation with someone and, as you said, speak life into them. So if you're listening today and you've been asking these questions, you've been thinking, where is my life going? What influence do I have? Surely, God, there is something more that you have for me. Friend, can I encourage you to look around you? Can I encourage you to look at the people that are in your life that you are journeying with Mm -hmm. day in and day out and consider how you can influence their life? Consider how you can show them experiences of God's love today, tomorrow, in the next week, in the next month, in the next years, because influence, history-making influence is sometimes born out of consistency. Well, if you enjoyed this conversation or maybe you have more questions, maybe you have some comments to share with us, go down below. There is a link for you to get in touch with the Real Hope team. We would love to be journeying with you as you consider how you can best live out your faith in a world that sometimes is confusing and conflicting, but God calls us to stand in those moments. Also, don't forget that you can share these chats, these conversations with friends and family. The whole point of Real Hope is that we're journeying with as many people as possible as we seek to know and understand God better. We will be here next week having another chat, seeking to journey together, you, me, Druvi, and a whole band of people from around the world so that we collectively can become a community that shares experiences of God's love with the people around us, knowing that he has called us into this ministry, into this life to bring glory and honour to him. Hope you have a great week and I look forward to seeing you here next week for the next edition of Real Hope Conversations. is a Hope 1032 production. Thanks for listening. The God of the Bible is a talking God. All throughout Scripture, God is seen talking to people, first the prophets, then most fully in Jesus, and today through His Holy Spirit. When we choose to follow Jesus, the Spirit speaks to remind us of all that Jesus established and then apply it to our lives. So how does the Spirit speak? How do we know it's God? And what happens afterwards? I'm Tanya Harris of God Conversations. Join me as I explore what the Spirit is saying to us today. Everyday God Conversations will encourage you each week to learn from the God Conversations of Scripture, the ultimate God Conversation in Jesus, and how to hear the Holy Spirit for yourself. Subscribe to God Conversations at hopepodcast.com.au or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, it was never meant to be a one-way conversation.